Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Roundtable with Round Daddy. Me, James Strebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Strebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Strebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. I have confidence in myself, and look where it got me, baby. I'm living the high life. If you're that sad, you gotta. I gotta pick people apart. I gotta pick his part of his relationship and his marriage because my life oh my sucks. God. My relationship sucks. I hate my wife. I hate my husband. I don't like anybody. I gotta pick a part round, Eddie, because he's happy. Or they he's don't actually like happy. Or they don't like Eddie or, or whoever. Yeah. That's what it is. They're all losers. They're all depressed losers. That's their problem. Oh, I gotta find out. Strebel, 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 the doctor, the doctor. Uh, was he there? Was he there? It's oh, not my fault. You're a loser ass. Text another show. Keep on asking. I got nothing to hide. How about that, homeboys? Nothing. Sometimes I hear a sound and I'm like, "What? What set me off?" I I would love to know. Yeah, in that instance, why was I so mad? I don't know. I'd love to know. I'm sure it was something about like my marriage. <laughs> yeah, from hey, the sounds of you, it. Yeah. yeah, come on. Yeah, <laughs> it's the round table here on ESPN 680 105.7. Ain't Trullo in here with me? Yo yo. As is James Black. Look at I'm good in his. Yeah, we just love the way James looks today. Uh, he's in that blue, baby. Yeah, he's looking good, baby. It's Little like Kentucky Aquamarine. blue. Yeah, it's like Kentucky blue. It's Cerulean. It's like Carolina say. blue. No, it's not, more not like quite. Creighton blue. You look, what? More like Creighton blue, Jay. Creighton okay, blue, Jay yeah. blue. Okay, there we go. Yeah, he's like, get me away from those other ACC teams. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, I can't do that to the card. It's a knockoff, according to Anna. So. <laughs> Wait, what's according to me? A knockoff. It's a knockoff according to you. No, it's not. What's a knockoff? You're, you didn't know what Brooks Brothers was. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I mean, not according to me. Like, that's fine dining. No, that is fine. That's, that is fine dining, fine shopping. It's the round table here. I'm James Strebel. We got you for the next three hours here on the show. <laughs> I'm already getting messages. Are you already getting texts? I'm already getting texts and messages about that sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, detox. One of your best rants almost wrecked that day. Yes, it was, it was a very good rant. But, hey, we've got you here again for the next three hours. A lot going on. We have Jack Grossman at 5 o'clock. Um, and then at 5.30, I've got to dip a little early. Ana and James will carry you all through the final segment because Kellen's in the semifinals. Let's go, Kellen! Of the CSAA basketball tournament, fifth and sixth grade. So they play at six o'clock. So I, I got to be there. If they win, Ana and James, they'll be in the championship game on Saturday at St. X. That's so exciting. Yes, but they got to win tonight. Come on, fingers crossed. Let's exactly. Go. And, you know, I tell Kellen the, the, the same thing that John Calipari tells his team in the tournament. <laughs> you know, it's random. The tournament is random. 
random. Mm-hmm. Who knows what's going to happen? So you can't go in there thinking you're going to win. You got to go in there ready to compete. You know what I'm saying? So you're stealing some cow philosophy. Absolutely. Did you I'm ever a- think you'd see the day? And no. Because Strebel told him he had to be a giver, too. Uh, yeah. And Kenny Payne's like, you want any takers? He was Will telling he- him about unsureness this morning as a pet dog. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about unsureness. Hopefully there are no strange, undisclosed injuries I had to dive into and no random you know, Instagram pages that we had to dissect and see if, they, if it means anything. So we've got you, again, for the next three hours, 437 UPS Jobs Text Line. Kentucky plays at Vanderbilt tonight at 8.30. Quick turnaround after that disgusting game on Saturday. Uh, Louisville Spring Games announced. We'll talk about that. There, there's something that the Louisville media is doing that like I, I just don't understand. Uh, we'll dive into the anger index by Bozich and Crawford. I actually thought it was pretty funny. Uh, I mean, and then look, Bruiser Flint has talked, Anna. So we, we Bruiser Flint has spoken. We need to see what Bruiser uh, Flint has to say. And then Stephen A. Smith answered uh, one of these one one of the all time greatest questions of all time. We'll get into that at four thirty. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started with Kentucky basketball. Oh, a few more, just one more thing, real quick. So uh, it appears that we'll be live. At um at uh, Noble Funk on Friday for the show. Nice. That's where we're having our little station uh dinner we'll get together. Those are a little get together. So I think we're going to be doing the show That's out awesome. there. So I'm very excited about doing that. So yeah, three to six uh, at Noble Funk, and then as long as they have a place to hook up the internet and everything, we'll be good to go. So we have that, and then oh yeah, so okay, we had to start here. Okay, so you all know we, we're going to have people. Uh, we're going to have Country Boy Brewing coming in on Thursday. Thursday okay. to, to like kind of preview what they're going to have for the people out at the Tailspin Ale Fest on March 2nd. So I'm just, you know, I'm just having a normal day, Anna and James. <laughs> and I get a text from Andy Sweeney. Uh-oh. And, of course, it's... Here, I, I can't read all of it because Uh-oh. there's selective like you know how you know you know it's how guys content. you know how guys tweet James. It's <laughs> locker room talk in our tweet in our in our text locker room talk. It's not good for the years of women and children. But <laughs> I, I think I got you beating a locker talk. Oh, you, locker room talk. You probably do. Uh, basically, he said uh, bangs is taking over your event. <laughs> Remember, no matter where you go, Bangs is already there and ready to dominate. Uh-oh. So OVW will be uh-uh. at tail, yeah at Tailspin L Fest. Yes, it was I'm announced. Imagining like an Anchorman style showdown. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, that's going to be interesting because okay, so it says here this is on Tailspin L Fest uh, webpage. Here it says, "How do you make the nation's best beer festival even better? You partner partner with Ohio Valley Wrestling." to bring a full wrestling ring to Tailspin Ale Fest featuring your favorite stars. This is going to be a -a one-of-a-kind experience that you're not going to want to miss. So, like, I... I don't know what to do. Like this is gonna be this is gonna be awesome. I, I think it's gonna be like you said. It could be Anchorman style. Maybe Matt Bang's gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Ryan Lemon, uh, Drew Franklin, the mayor Craig Greenberg. It's a he, spot to be. He has stake in OVW <laughs> wrestling as well. I mean, I'm gonna be there. And, uh, what what other ESPN local personalities are making? Is there gonna be a showdown? You never know between us and KSR. Like what's gonna happen? You never know. Is we could, be, is we there, could talk some rumors. Is Rummage gonna body slam somebody because he's a wrestling guy? He's been look. Rummage has been in the ring. I don't. You know if you know that. I did Anna. not know. Yes, that. Steve Rummage has been in the ring. Wow. Is he going to choke slam Drew Franklin? That's what I want to know. People's elbows. We don't know. Is Cash watch Daniel going to be there? 
You know, body what? slamming. That's a great question. <laughs> I feel like that would be up his alley. Yeah, I think so too. And I watch your back. I saw some. I, I saw a workout video of Cash Daniel on Instagram. Anna. Did you? He's like terrifying. He now. stays in the gym. Man. He's 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 huge. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's been working on the buys and tries. He's he's got it going. Is he going to be like a like a like a like a body? It's like, like he's going to compete know. in like, competitions. Like Mr. America. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Universe. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger. He could be. You know what? He maybe he's planning that. Maybe he is. Maybe it's his know. new career path. It's his next move. It's going to take him. You never know what Cash's next move. Is. Either that or he could. Maybe we'll see him in OVW. Maybe he'll be doing clotheslines from, from the top row. <laughs> In the top rope is Cash Daniel. Watch watch your ankles. All right. <laughs> I love it. That's <laughs> because he twisted a Florida player's ankle that one time. I remember Allegedly. That. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. We have video. Not we, like there was video evidence. We have evidence. We have evidence. So that'll that'll be fun. Just a couple couple things here. Oh, boy. Okay. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, is this true or not? Okay. Uh, well, there's a lot of stuff coming on here. Oh, boy. Rick, did you see the Drake leak? No, I, I haven't Drake seen Drake leak? Oh, wow. You don't want to react to that on air. No. Uh, well, I, I have... Okay. I, Drake the Rapper? Drake the Rapper. Apparently, there's a video compromise. I haven't seen it. I, I didn't look for I it. I dislike him greatly. Oh, really? Uh, Anna will. You know, what? I, I, you know. <laughs> Stribbly. You really won't like a Stribbly. Okay. I'll yeah. find out. Anna won't like it. I'm not looking for it. I'm not doing that reaction. I don't... Oh. Hey. Okay. He's not oh, talking on the air. Okay, okay, so okay. It's, okay, so I was confused. I was wondering. I so James. Okay, so it's like a. There's <laughs> the way that James just. We'll move on. I'm dissociating. So apparently, <laughs> apparently DJ Wagner and Trey Mitchell are out. Man, and then James just laughs. laughs. I had to confirm that. I had to. I had to confirm this. Okay, so look, I put on my show notes. I'm not on the show notes, but on on the show rundown on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Kentucky is one bad performance away from panic. Yeah, if you're and, not already bordering it. Well, anyway, if you're already three of the last of the last four. Three, uh, yeah, th- no, three of the last seven. Yeah, yeah, three of the last seven games they've lost. And look, if it look. They stink. Like Vanderbilt's terrible. They're six and fifteen. They're Louisville bad. Mm-hmm. Louisville actually has more wins right now than wow. Vanderbilt. They're okay. seven and fifteen, or I'm sorry, seven and fourteen. Uh, they're six and fifteen. Okay, so I mean, I, I don't know if this is true. So I'm going to go and see if if any of my BBN brethren, because I mean that, that's a big deal. Kentucky is zero three, and as you very well know, they're zero three. With DJ Wagner out of the lineup, and mm-hmm. then if you take a not that Trey Mitchell's been doing too much lately because right? I mean he's he's injured. He's I got mean, the back issues. Yeah, he's playing hurt. So I, I look. No, oh, here we go. Okay, so apparently this is true. Oh boy. Uh-oh. Yep, Trey Mitchell reportedly will not play either tonight. Uh, no more. Yeah, no no Wagner. Uh, perhaps uh, sounds like no Trey Mitchell either. So what is that? Okay, now let's 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 okay. Let's slow down. Let's slow down. Let's slow down. <laughs> let's take a breath before we go. Yeah, before we go it down this, this rabbit Christ. hole. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they they it is Vanderbilt. Okay, so they're six fifteen six and fifteen on the season. They're one and seven in the SEC. Their one win in the SEC is over Missouri. It's their last game. Okay, they won sixty eight sixty one. Missouri's not any good. But, I mean, I'm looking at the way they score. 68 points, 54 points, 62 points, 55, 65, 56, <laughs> 69, so, nice, 75. So, basically, they can't score. A bad defense ain't going to be a problem. Tonight. Yeah. Well, that, well, that's the thing is 
And if they lose this game, uh, stop, that won't even. I won't. I can't even entertain that. Like you can't entertain no. them going down because look, Jerry Stackhouse, he's won right. the last two against John. He's two out of three the last mm-hmm. three against John Calipari. Actually, I think going back to the year before, he's like three out of the last four or something. Yeah, I mean, he kind of has Calipari's number. I mean, he beat him last year on Senior Day uh, in Rupp Arena, me. and then they beat him in the SEC tournament. Mm-hmm. And now they got a Calipari on staff. This is a battle of the Calipari. Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah, about you that. Forgot about that. That's the that's the marquee matchup. That's of the right. Night. Brad Calipari. Is Brad on the and bench. John, baby. That's right. Bradley John Calipari is on the bench. He'll be coaching against his father. Now, what does Ellen wear? Does she wear a Calipari Ooh. shirt or does she wear like does she wear Kentucky or does she wear Vandy? Uh, hey, she loves she her goes, children. Maybe she goes both. Maybe she does like a mix. Like or, a split. You never know. She, she could do a split. Well, they'll split shirts. I, I, I think she'll be UK. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah I think she'll be in the in the Kentucky. So th- this sets up that that this is an awful team. <laughs> Uh, they're one of the worst in the country, obviously. They rank 382nd in points per game. They allow 72 points per game. Kentucky should have no problem scoring. They rank 225th in rebounds. They rank 480th in assists. They're not an overly physical team. I mean, that's the way that you beat Kentucky. You you get physical with them and slow them down. I, I anticipate, Anna, that that's what Jerry Stackhouse is going to do. Yeah. He's going to try to bully them. He's going to try to beat them up. He knows they're in the half court. Thin, they're thin right now, as far as the bench is concerned. Uh, from what you saw last week from from Kentucky, Wednesday and Saturday, I haven't got to talk to you since both of those games Mm-mm. end up being L's. Yeah, the trajectory of this team doesn't look good. What do you foresee happening tonight? Oh, I think they'll get. I think they'll get the win. Kentucky will. Uh, for to have Trey Mitchell out and then to have DJ out, you know, again. Not a bad game to have that come against a team that cannot um, be good offensively, right? So right. your defense sucks. Not a bad game for it to fall on this one. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't foresee it being a huge problem tonight. So much rather it be this game than you know in Arkansas or, or Saturday against Gonzaga. Right? I mean Gonzaga's coming. They're coming into Rupp Arena on Saturday, Anna. That's that's a that's a big game too. It's a quad one opportunity for Kentucky, mm-hmm. and this is like a quad three. If they win this yeah. game, it's a quad three win. It's not that. Believe it's big that. of a deal. It's, yeah, it's either a two or a three. I think it's a three. It's not a four just because they're on the road. Mm-hmm. Now, if they're at home, it 100% is a four, but yeah. it's a quad three because they're on the road. But they can, they cannot afford. They can't afford to mess around this game. I think it could be a good get-back game opportunity tonight. Just kind of get back in a rhythm. I know you have guys out, but just kind of um, just get back in a rhythm a little bit offensively again and, you know, not have to deal with the embarrassment of how bad your defense is. Yeah. It's a team that can't score. Yeah. Now, that, that, that's, that's, that's been the impetus for a lot of these discussions about this team is, is just how bad the defense is. And, it, you know, like you said, I hate to entertain the idea that this team loses against Vanderbilt, <laughs> but I mean, I didn't think they lose against Florida, and yeah. they were up double digits on them to end the first, like near the end of the first half. Mm-hmm. Let go of the rope, let them back in the game. Had knockout punch after knockout punch mm-hmm. opportunities. Yeah, didn't take them. Let them hang around. They whiz away that game. Mm-hmm. Saturday, they weren't even in it. Like, from the beginning of the game, Anna, they were never in it. They didn't look locked in. For whatever reason, this team has gone for, and I talked a little bit about this yesterday, this team has gone from locked in, 
focused, doesn't matter the opponent. They play hard. They play an up-and-down style. They get after it. Mm-hmm. To Now they just lose focus, and then Rob Dillingham for this game is like, well, you know, and I'm not blaming him. I mean, he did everything he could. Without him, <laughs> they would have lost by 50 with, sure. his, without his 35 points. But at the game, he was like, well, you know, we're, we're really judged on March. And I'm like... No. That's not a great mindset not to a, have. Exactly, because you have to do work to get to March. Every ga- that, just what's being said in the locker room, what's being said at practice, every game should feel like March to you. Yes. Especially as a freshman, it's your first season of college basketball. Um, I don't know. I, I just wonder, you know, we talked about... Well, there was a huge narrative out there. When the seven-footers return, how would this change the offense? How would it change mm-hmm. the rhythm of the game? Do you think that it has? I mean... it. It went from an offensive juggernaut to now it's hard to get in a rhythm. I don't think so because it's not like either a major. And I want to talk about this a little bit more later because mm-hmm. I think this is an opportunity now with Trey Mitchell out for some of those guys to get right. But I don't think that's the case because mm-hmm. it's not like they're focusing on them in the offense. Right? They're almost like they're non-existent in the offense. Mm-hmm. It's almost like. I don't know. I, I, I think in, in the last game between, I mean, Z didn't even play, but between Trey Mitchell, Aaron Bradshaw, and Ugonon Yenso, I think they had four points between three guys. Right. It, that, I mean, again, that, that's that's not messing up the flow of offense. That's just mm-hmm. they're not contributing yeah. at all. I mean, outside of Ugonon having almost his triple-double, he then comes back against Tennessee and is a non-factor. I, I, again, I, I want that as a more broader discussion here as we go on. But I don't, I don't, I, I don't think the offense is the problem because they're still averaging eighty eight point eight points a game, right? And they scored ninety two against Tennessee. That's enough to beat any team. And then they <laughs> scored what ninety three against Florida. That's enough to beat any team. It's just that their defense is that trash to where it doesn't even matter if you put up ninety two or ninety three. I'm not worried about the offense. Yeah, they're going to be that 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 part of the game is going to be fine. I just don't understand. And maybe you can help because I know you've been watching a lot of basketball. You and, and Phil Tarullo have yes, had we do. We basketball conversations. Like you analyze the games, you've been around it from a media perspective. How in the world are they that inept? I don't understand defensively, especially when you have so many athletes on your team. I- I just don't get it, and I feel like we've talked about this before. That's one thing Cal usually he gets his defense figured out first, and the exactly. offense comes later. This is just I don't know whether he tried. You know, it was a big narrative in the off season as well. You know, you got to change the offense, you got to modernize it, modernize it. You got to do this, you got to do that. Was that too much of the focus? Like you know, he's maybe overcompensating. He tried something new, yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like to me. But still, I don't know. You you have all the size at every position. And the speed. And yeah. just look at your backcourt. You should really be it just seems to me it's it's lack of fundamentals, lack of focus, lack of direction when I watch this defense. Well that goes back to kind of Rob Dillingham's comments mm-hmm. to where it's like, well, you know, I mean and he also talked about the, the the same thing you're talking about. They asked him about the defense. Why is he he's like, Well, so if we're focused, we'll play defense well. What do you mean if you're focused? 
How is that even a question? Right. And then he also commented on the under the uh, basket out of bounds plays and was like, I don't know what's going on. We practice this every day in practice and just can't get it right in a game. Like, what? What is so different? That is insane to me. Obviously, then you're not doing something right. It shouldn't take this long to the season to realize it's that. It's February. You know. Yeah, it's February. That should February. be a quick fix after two games. <laughs> right. Just to have that much talent, that much athleticism on your roster. It, it, and that's not, it's the help defense that I see. It's knowing your assignments that I see. That's the problem the, to me. You're, the initial, they don't know where they are. They don't know what they're supposed to be doing. The initial, you're right. The initial defense is fine. It's when the other team starts to screen and run their actions. Anything sophisticated, they anything get lost. not in transition. Reed Shepard's the worst. In a half-court game, yeah. He's the he's the worst at it. He, he, he may be able to like to overcompensate and, 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 and collect himself and make a block or a steal, but he gets beat on these actions worse than anybody. He leaves his guy open for a three mm-hmm. almost every single time he gets a screen. He cannot fight over a screen to save his life. Yeah. And then when, when guys either get by him or Dillingham or Reeves River, you would think that one of these seven footers would be in the middle there. They're going for uncontested layups. Every time. And then Adu, I think, what was it last game? There was a play. Somebody got beaten. Adu just looked at him after. Ugana, maybe? Trey? I don't remember who it was. Adu, Thierro just looked at him like, what was that? Just wide open through the paint. They're not switching correctly. They're not no. helping correctly. They don't talk. But it's sixth grade stuff. Right. It's sixth grade stuff, truthfully. DJ is the one who gets me. Never knows where his assignment is, how to help, how to switch, how to do any of that. But I just, I think my main concern, the defense is what it is, but you have that much brain power on your bench in terms of your assistant coaches. Yes. No one's saying anything. How are we not fixing this? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the practice. What do you do in practice? We, we played some Gary Parrish sound yesterday talking about like coaches and how they're like how NBA scouts go and say that's the best run practice I've seen or that's a great practice that's a Calipari's name was not mentioned look at his coaching tree well I, it, <laughs> you're, you're right but it's like what what I mean how can it be this bad they've gotten worse they've lost focus it's like they instead of like being freshmen at the beginning of the season, they decided we're going to come in and be dogs early on. And they were mm-hmm. dogs, and they were playing really well. And they they got the UNC win, and they clobbered Miami, who stinks now. They just scored thirty eight points last night. Ugh, it's fool's gold. This is fool's gold. You know they they hung in there with Kansas and all these other things. We're thinking, okay, this team's got it, and now they're acting like freshmen. Now they act like they don't know what to do. What the hell happened? I blame yesterday. I blame Camp Cal. I think Camp, Camp Cal seems like it screws everybody up every single year. Mm-hmm. They seem to regress after that two weeks where all they do is just spend time with John Calipari and he, he screws it up. He gets two in his head and he and he just he, he flubs it and he flubs it. Uh-huh. I just uh- that is one thing. I mean, the whole summer going into this year, just there's some dogs. You just got some dogs, especially in that backcourt. It seemed like focus and, and hunger to win a game that would have never been the issue. But right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I at times think Cal leans too hard into the I'm going to be laissez faire. I'm going to be hands off. I'm going to let them do what they want. Maybe because it's good for recruiting. It makes uh, players feel like they can come in there and be comfortable. Right. But uh, do yeah, my thing. The past couple of years, I mean, no, historically, I think at the end of Cal Perry's career, no one will have underperformed more with more talent oh i i I, if he doesn't i said this yesterday too if if he doesn't get that second championship 
I mean, he's gonna not he's not gonna be looked at as one of the greats. And no, and, and rightfully I'm, so. And I rightfully mean, so. Your that separates you. Practice gym produces more NBA talent than anywhere else in the world. Yeah, in the world. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. you have one national championship. Yeah, I mean, even there over a decade. Even, even if, the, if that, even if that's fair or unfair, whatever it is, if that's going to be a bullet point used against John Calipari, and yeah, yeah, absolutely, and I think that's going to be used against him. It didn't help that they talked about the seven All Stars, you know, this weekend, and then you get beat by double digits on your home floor to Tennessee. Your arch rival Rick Barnes, uh, I think they said he's like ten and one against John Calipari when he's <laughs> when when they're when he's ranked, yep. or something crazy like that. Like is is a crazy stat, but I mean. This this game tonight, while I'm not worried about it, I'm not like... Normally in this game, you go in and you're just like, okay, kick my feet up. I can lay on the couch and just just relax and watch this kind of passively. And you know Kentucky's going to... You know, they'll, they'll be up by 8 to 10 points the entire game. I don't feel like that with this. I, I really don't. I'm just so sick of the narrative of... Oh, you just have to trust us. You know, what was the Aaron Harrison, Andrew Harrison quote that year in 2014? Or maybe it was James Young or something. Mm-hmm. They were like, uh, you know, we, we've still got a great story to tell. Just stick with us. I think it was one of the Harrisons. I'm so yeah. sick of doing that. When you have that amount of talent sitting on your bench, you have brought in great um, assistants. You have a great offense. You shouldn't expect your fan base to have to do that every year to stick with right. these these droughts midseason. Right, especially when like losing on the road is one thing. Like Kansas lost again on the road last night to Kansas State in overtime. Mm-hmm. I mean, their record's not much better than Kentucky. But what do they do? They take care of business at home. Mm-hmm. They take care of business in the fog. Okay, Duke hasn't done it this year. They've lost twice at home. Uh, Tennessee lost once at home. Some of these teams for Kentucky. Losing back to back at home in one week should not happen, uh-huh. and I, I'm like I'm just worried about the the, the like the, the mindset of this team, where they are mentally, how they are going. I mean, they're already wounded. They still, again, Anna, they still have not had one single game this season where the entire roster is available. I know that's, that's insane. That's insane. I'm not saying these kids are faking injuries. I know the injuries are legit. Are legit. Yeah. You can see Trey Mitchell from November to Trey Mitchell now is a completely different player because he's hurt. Completely. I believe DJ Wagner's hurt. I don't think it's all the, he quit the team. He doesn't no. want to be on the I don't think it's anything like that. No. That but doesn't, that he has doesn't an even make injury. sense. No, it's that he wasn't happy with his role. What starting? What? <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Starting every game, game being the three-time SEC Player of the Week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that's what it is. All right, let's uh, let's go ahead and read some text uh, before we get to our first break. Then we come back, uh, talk a little Louisville, and then play some sound. Uh, the Misery Index, which I, <laughs> I, did, I did like the Misery Index. Texter, I just tuned in. I had no idea which team you're talking about when you were uh-huh. talking about the inept and how the assistant coaches are not doing anything. I swear, I thought you were talking about UofL, not UAK. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 seriously, when like, we're talking about lack of focus and, well, you know, we practiced it, uh, we practiced that a million times. And I don't know why this dude in the game, it sounds like a Kenny Payne practice or a press conference. Mm-hmm. How many times has he said that, James, where he's been like, uh, that was, we worked on that in the scouting report. <laughs> well, they learned from the best. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Texter, uh, you started playing some real competition. I, look, I knew the SEC was going to be tough, but you shouldn't lose to Florida at home. I mean, Florida is a bubble team. After you play Kansas, you play North Carolina earlier in the season. You beat North Carolina. You right. play Kansas close at not even you know maybe half of a team healthy. It, right. it felt like 
Yeah, I, I don't I think don't that's it. it. I think it's a mental thing. I, I don't think it's anything to do with the competition. No, I don't either. I, I'm with like the you. wheels are falling off. Texter, they switch on everything. It's dumb. They will lose the tournament like they do every year. Screen and get a mismatch. ISO take advantage. Kansas State, Wisconsin, St. Peter's. Every year, same <laughs> story. Yeah, absolutely. Texter, Vandy has fewer wins than Louisville. If BBN is worried, then y'all got no chance at a Final Four. I'm not saying I'm worried. I'm just saying that you should just feel in this, the way they've been playing doesn't make me feel like they'll just go in there and just blow them out. And I See, should I should feel like they'll, they should just go in I there. I still think they will. And Vandy's so bad. You're probably right because Vandy is atrocious. Yeah, it's not even on my radar no, to be they're concerned. Lo- they're Louisville bad. If they're worse than Louisville, get out. I hope I hope you're right. Texter, Jimothy OVW is awesome. My kiddo loves it. We go often now. I, I, I believe it's good. I'm not saying it's not. I just, I just, it's going to be, you're going to have a lot of drunk people and wrestling <laughs> in KSR. You, it's going to be a mess. <laughs> All right. Some fist fights. If UK loses tonight, can we say the wheels have fallen off and the tournament is in jeopardy? Oh, absolutely. That would yes. be an understatement. The text last one. What does Anna think about Bradshaw kissing that Tennessee player? What? <laughs> Oh, you didn't see that? Kissing him? Okay, so James, you saw it. Look at James is grinning. All right, I, okay, I'm going to show you something. Okay, it's it's all right. So it's very strange. You know when he got to that like yeah. altercation, which was <sighs> an it, embarrassment because I, it was completely instigated by Kentucky. Yes, it was. No, it, it was, and there was technical fouls, and it actually were lucky it didn't it didn't get worse than it would have. What is this kiss? Okay, are, are you ready? Okay. I'm chronically online. How did I miss this? I don't know, but I mean, it's pretty clear. All right, so, all right, here it is. Here okay, they are. They're, face, they're face to face. Okay, let's see. I hate to say it like this. I'm and, not easy. Uh, he plants like. Oh! <laughs> a kiss from a rose. That was a little. <laughs> kiss from a rose on the grave. <laughs> wow. Listen, yeah, uh, that is. That had to be an accident. It. Yeah, um, you think? I mean, <laughs> I don't have an explanation for what that was. I, it, it's, it's, it's disarming, isn't it? Oh man, I got I got to watch that replay a few more times. There, there, yeah, there that's is, disarming. Yeah, maybe it, it was a tactic. It was, yeah, it was a it's tactic. Machiavellian. You Very good. Know. It tried to get in in your head. Tried. To, I don't know what happened or why it happened, uh, but it did, <laughs> does appear that there was a a smooch exchange. All right, let's take a break. Hey guys. Uh, if you have low T, I know the place you need to go. That's Tri-State Men's Health. Uh, I mean, if you're in your early to mid-30s, get into your 40s, and you're feeling uh, you know, a decrease in your libido, you're putting on weight, you're, you're going to the gym, you're not producing the way you used to, the gains aren't there, uh, you're not feeling like yourself, you're not sleeping well, you're in that brain fog, you know, fall asleep right after dinner, you're sad, you're depressed, all these things could be tied to low testosterone. How do I know? Because I was feeling that way myself and tri-state men's health they helped me out i went in there i took the uh low t quiz online then i went to their offices and i I had a consultation with a medical uh expert and they set me on the right path uh if you go ahead and you sign up for testosterone that day they'll waive your 99 dollar consultation fee okay they'll waive your 99 dollar consultation fee if you need testosterone and you sign up for those treatments today you can have those treatments sent to your home 
home or you can go in the office and do them there too either way the choice is yours tri-state men's health they try to do everything they can to make it easier on you i also take that semi-glutide and that has helped me lose weight i've lost 10 pounds i'm feeling good i told anna last week actually i told this to phil last week i had a, a blazer i was wearing i was able to button the buttons and ready to go yeah i was feeling good Absolutely no need to wait, okay? Go ahead and call them at 800-900-9654, 800-900-9654, or visit tristatemenshealth.com. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Did you like the taste in your mouth 10 days ago or the one after Saturday? Well, then let's get that taste back in our mouth. You're listening to the Round Table with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Striebel. A little big pun for you. Let's I'm, go, baby. I'm not a player. Joe. I just crush a lot. Let's crush a lot. I can't forget Fat Joe. So good. So good. That so was my good. pick. I would like to shout that That's out. That's a well, good pick. I would pick. like to shout me out for Good that. pick by Anna Tarillo in the, yes, Cal, we'd rather have a good taste in our mouth. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you for asking. Half the arena tonight will be Kentucky fans. All right. Looking for a Super Bowl offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. And with DraftKings same game parlays, everyone's got a shot at even bigger win for for the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 58, string together multiple bets from the big game for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. And all those interesting prop bets uh, that, you know, how long is the national anthem going to be, uh, the halftime show, uh, are there going to be special guests, all that stuff. You can do it all on DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code WHBE. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sports. Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code WHBE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 18-PLUS. Physically present in Kentucky. Bonus bets have ex- uh, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. 437-9680, UPS Jobs text line. It's a round table with James Strebel, Anna Trillo, James Black. We got you here till 6 o'clock. Just had a, a Kentucky conversation uh, as we roll along here. Okay, so um, <laughs> that's a funny text, James. <laughs> I can't read that on air. Alright, so we did a lot of Kentucky talk. There's something going on, and it... it <laughs> I just read it. It's <laughs> it's bothering me, um, and so I, I don't want to pick on CL Brown because I, I like CL oh, Brown. Oh man, no. but but he and Rick Pitino, not Rick Pitino, God, what? not Rick, Rick Freudian slip. Rick Bozich <laughs> are kind of like the the, the tandem 
when it comes to this. So, C.L. Brown writes an article for the Courier Journal. Okay, you know he covers Louisville basketball, and it says, "Don't fire Kenny Payne yet. Judge him after Louisville basketball completes the season." Brown. (laughs) So many thoughts on this. (laughs) I I, I know you do. I'm, I'm glad you do. I'm glad you do. But I'm, I read that, Anna, and then I, you know I read the, the the gist of the article. I'm gonna get some stuff here uh, that Ty Spalding put out there as well. But I'm like, he's not gonna get fired right now. I, like I don't I don't know what the purpose of wording, and I'm not putting it on CL Brown because I know an editor goes back and, and right. does some of that. But the gist of the article was around the same, and I'm like, who's 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 saying? I mean, there are fans that are saying he needs to be fired now, right? And like I get it. I, I do. But CL Brown and Rick Bozich have seemed to have taken this win against Florida State on Saturday and have turned it into like a referendum on the season. I'm like, guys. I do not understand it at all. Before that game, Anna, they had lost. I mean, I'll, I'll look it up, but the, the number of. Okay, so Louisville, the number of games they lost in a row before they beat Florida State. So that for their second ACC win of the season, before they won that, Anna, they had lost one, two, three, four, five, six in a row. Mm-hmm. And they had lost. You know, it, I mean, I'm not even going to count up all the losses. I mean, you know how bad it's been. So they lost six in a row. And they're like, oh, hold on. Pump the brakes. Maybe they're figuring it so out. light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, I- light at the end of the tunnel here. And then Rick Bozich writes an article saying, you know, is there a point guard controversy? I'm like, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> like, right? Who cares? You have to stir up something, I guess, right? I just don't understand it at all. Um, if I were a Louisville fan, that would not change my mind one iota. In fact, it would that Florida State win. In fact, it would frustrate me more because I feel like it just means that's just longer that you're going to be in purgatory. That's just longer that you have to give him. Can you pay more of a chance? That's just longer um, that people might think he can turn it around. And it would also frustrate me that obviously there's some talent and ability on this team but there's a, a coaching issue why you can't tap into it and be consistent that was another one of the premises of um cl's article was you know they just have to be uh consistent these last you know nine regular season games if they could get a winning record uh maybe it turns things around and consistency has been the problem and yeah the only thing they've been consistent at is losing i just yeah i don't understand that i think your only argument could be you had two freshmen step up in that Florida State game. So maybe you could twist it to yeah. say, okay, he's building something here. Tyler he Johnson said, and Curtis Williams were both mm-hmm. really good. And Brandon Huntley Hatfield had 29 points. Right. So he's stepping up. You know, maybe he's building a, a, a foundation there. I think that could be the only way that you could twist it. Um, that was a lot. In that way. <laughs> but I, I just don't understand. To me, it would frustrate me more that you see these flashes, but none of it is really attainable. My bigger question is, you know, if you give Kenny Payne, what is the best it's going to get with him? You've seen the worst. Yeah. yeah. It's been historically bad. What is the, be- what What's is the, the best pinnacle? year under him? What does that look like? That, that's An a- NCAA tournament berth? I mean, yeah. I mean, is that the pinnacle of a, of a Kenny Payne coaching year? Would it be the... Truly. Yeah. Would, that would it would be that? That would feel like a Final Four Super Bowl parade. <laughs> right. If they, if they just make the tournament. Now, I mean, we want to see what 500 looks like. I mean... <laughs> yeah, that's gonna, what hold, I'm hold, saying. Your, hold your horses here. You're exactly right, James. So let's see what 500 looks like. I mean, look, the, the, here's, the, here's the frustrating... You use the word frustrating, which is exactly right. The frustrating part for Louisville fans is... 
they could win some of these other games coming up too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Syracuse's best player, their top scorer, their top rebounder, he's got kicked off the team. <laughs> they play them tomorrow. And now it's at Syracuse. They've been mm-hmm. dreadful on the road. Well, they've been dreadful at home too. What am I thought? Just dreadful on they're the road. They've been dreadful everywhere. What the hell am I? They've been dreadful neutral <laughs> site on the road at home on the moon. It does that on an aircraft carrier on a, on 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 a, a Boeing seven forty seven. They've been bad everywhere, everywhere. So why did I say that? Then they have Georgia Tech. They stink. Boston College stinks. At Pitt, they stink. Notre Dame, they stink. I mean, they, they could actually get some more wins. And the, the and, and look, I sympathize with Louisville fans uh-huh. because if they if they continue to win, they're going to have to read more articles like that. Oh, I know. They're going to have to hear. It just prolongs your torture. Yeah, they're going to. Well, maybe he's figuring it out. Look, look at this. If they win eight, because they're one win from eight wins. Well, Kenny Payne doubled eight his win. He double. He doubled his win total already from last year. He went from four to eight. That they win 10 wins. He won double-digit games. Mm-hmm. What if they go and they win an ACC tournament game? All these other things. I don't think it changes the conversation about his job one bit. Not even a little bit. But to have to be talked down to, like the fans are the issue. and how, well, you know, well, I can't believe you're not watching these games. Or that you're not being Look patient. At these, yeah, not being patient. Or that it's a matter of young players. Or it's a matter of what Kenny Payne inherited. Are you kidding me? The narrative that he inherited all of these failures... Rock bottom has happened when he's been there. It wasn't before. (laughs) So what do you mean he inherited it? He is cause for more of it. Right. I just don't I just don't understand. You know what the worst can look like under him and he's still here. Have you ever seen something like this in in any place else where like the coach is so bad, but there's still for some reason some some people in the media that are like, well, you know what, it's not that bad. It feels like a Twilight Zone episode. Wins the next two out of three. Okay. They're going to win two out of three. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares? Who cares? Sorry, I don't need to yell. Who cares? Exactly. That's my whole point. At this point, who cares? Yeah. What's it prove? Nothing. It just proves that you're inconsistent. (laughs) Right. That you can't get it together. It would be my worst nightmare. If they win a few more games, if I'm a Louisville fan, if they win a few more games. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then maybe get an ACC tournament win. It's just prolonging your torture. Yeah. And then, you know, does that give Josh Hurd something to think about? Again, I don't think think so. I don't think so either. I think that ship has sailed. I I don't think outside of winning out... And then going to a miracle run, in the, which I know none of this is going to happen. I don't even know why I'm saying this, but like making it to the ACC championship game and somehow eking into the tournament. Other than that, what they would need, they still wouldn't make it to the tournament. They've already lost too many games. They've lost 14 damn games. I, I mean, 15 games. Sorry, they've already lost 15 games. I mean, they're not making it to the tournament. But like, we're celebrating eight, or people are celebrating eight wins. That's not. It's not even like they're celebrating it. It's like they're acting like it's an achievement, it's an or, achievement a or a milestone. Exactly, a milestone. Like it's an accomplishment mm-hmm. or a, a vast improvement. Where if you right. would have said that to people four years ago, they would have been like, eight wins? What is this? A, yeah. a, a disaster? <laughs> it's a disaster. Like that and now. that's an eight improvement. <laughs> yeah, or, or like if like Rick Patino would have won like. 17, 18 games. They'd have been on his, you know exactly. what? Exactly. They would have been on his butt. I think Pagese has seven career wins. So. Well, Pagese had seven career <laughs> like wins. Like 13 games or something. <laughs> you leave Mike Pagese out of this. He, I love Pagese. All right, let's do this. So let's let's listen to this sound because okay. it actually is pretty good. So Eric Crawford and Rick Bozich sat down, and they did a misery index of the local fan bases. And 
at the beginning of the season, we wouldn't we wouldn't have thought that Kentucky would be a part of this. You wouldn't think Kentucky fans would be a part of the misery index. I don't know. But well, maybe you. <laughs> but I sure didn't. Not the way things they started. They could be at a Final Four, and I'm going to be on that misery index. <laughs> Run a play, Run please. a play. Garden inbounds pass. That's me. All right, so they go through Louisville, Kentucky, and Indiana. Here's Bozich and Crawford on the misery index. Let's talk about feelings. <laughs> You're right. For the ninth consecutive year, all the way back to 2015, it looks like we're not going to have a team in the men's Final Four. We used to have a team almost yeah. every year. Louisville has not played in the NCAA tournament since 2019. Indiana's going to miss the field for the fifth time in seven seasons. And Kentucky went off the rails last week with home losses to Florida and Tennessee. Louisville fans are angry. Kentucky fans are angry. Indiana fans are angry. Here's the question. On a scale of 1 to 100, what's the proper anger index for fans of each program? Eric, we'll start with Louisville. Let's do that. And it's always dangerous to tell people how they should feel as opposed to how they do feel. But I think Louisville fans, you know, it's funny. I polled them on Twitter. We're going to see some responses roll through as we talk about this. I thought they'd be at about an 80. Maybe they should be at about an 80. A lot of them are either high up there, 70, 80, something like that, 60. Or at zero, because they say they're apathetic, and that apathy is the dangerous thing. What do you think? I put it at 60 for me, uh, is what it should be, because maybe because we just saw them play their best game of the year against Florida State. Uh, and I think if you step back away from it, which no one's willing to do, you can look at one thing. Three freshmen who all look like they are winning ACC yeah. players with the opportunity to grow. Tyler Johnson has, has been really good in the games Louisville's won. Curtis Williams, still up and down, but good. And Caleb Glenn's getting better. He's yeah. a rebounder and a defender. That's a building block. When you also consider that um, Trey White who had the 27-point game against Clemson, and Sky Clark are only sophomores, they don't lose anybody off this team. Well, and it's like one fan said, right now I'm at a 22 because we just won a game. Call me up the next loss. I'll be back up to 99. Uh, Kentucky, I've got them at 75. There's a lot of frustration with John Calipari. This number maybe should be higher. I only put it at 75 because they will get D.J. Wagner back. And with him, they've been a top-10 team. They got some issues to work out, but they still have a talent to make a run. Yeah, I put Kentucky at 90, and that's because of the built-up frustration over the talent they've had over the recent years. You look at the NBA all-star teams. There's seven Kentucky players in the game. Yeah. They have no NCAA tournament rings to show for it. Now they got another team that has seven guys, seven, listed as top 100 prospects for the next NBA draft. They're looking up at Alabama, Auburn, South Carolina, and Tennessee in the SEC standings. Something's not right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, they need to fix something. And, and, and fans' patience with Calipari is very low. Let's go to Indiana, where we both think there's a lot of frustration going on. I think because, while maybe with who he lost after last season, they, people didn't expect quite the same year. I don't expect think they missed expected to miss the NCAA tournament. Well, I put it at 80. Yeah. They lost to a first-year coach, Mike Rhodes, with a Penn State team with a losing record by double digits in Bloomington. That's 80. Yeah, I'm, I'm right with you. I think that's probably – That's 80. That's a pretty good number. I like and the that, that, that Penn State, that Penn State uh, deal was, was not good. So it was that, was, that was a bad home loss, one of his worst that he's had since he's been there. All right, there we go. So there was the, the misery or the anger index. Um, <laughs> Louis saying we need Louisville to go 6-3 and three here. It would be the funniest thing possible. It would be pretty funny. Um all right, he did make it. Go, go, go ahead and react react to what you just heard. I just, 
What planet? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like it is a worse sign. It's a worse feeling that, you know, the acceptance of where Louisville is, is bodes worse for me than if people were really mad. Well, they're talking about like acceptance of it. Yeah, it's like oh, there's building blocks, and you got you know these guys are it's all coming just back next year. I'm like, rationalization, huh? justification. <laughs> I don't know. It's like the standard was lowered. I don't know. It, that, well, that's the I point. I guess it's all relative. You know, everything's relative, but. Um, the fact that Louisville's a 60, Kentucky's the a 90. 90. Well, Louis makes a good point with that. He says, misery index shows only UK locally has standards. Yeah, wait, where, that, that was that's wor- a good point. That is a worse sign than anything else to me. Yes, that it's only a 60 for Louisville because it's like, well, you know, they're getting better. And mm-hmm. I, I don't believe that's representative of the entire fan base. No, I don't think so That either. is not representative of the fan base. I, 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 I'll push back against that. Uh, Kentucky's... I don't think it's 90. I think 90 is high, but I'd put it at a solid 70, 75. And I think that's because it's not just like a one-off year here, right? It's, it's culminated. You are bathing in riches with all of your recruits, with all of your talent. You continuously underperform every single year. There's no other coach historically who has done it, who has underperformed more. And yes. that is where the frustration is. It's not just like, oh, we're, we're having lineup problems. We're having injuries. We're having this. We're having that. No, it's every year. It's every the year, same there's story. That. It's the same narrative. It's the same. This point in the season, why, why is it falling apart? Yes, and, and, and it's something that was on Twitter last night that I, I also want to push back against is you know Bill Self lost again on the road, mm-hmm. and there were people out there tweeting, you know, Kentucky people and, and people, some people that I like, mm-hmm. but they're saying stuff like, "Oh, well, is, is, is Bill Self lost on the road? Is it is it time to panic in Lawrence? Is it time to do this?" I'm like. I'm like the the, road. these aren't the, these aren't the same things, and I loathe Bill Self, and I loathe Kansas, but like he recently has a title, he's a one seed almost. They just beat Houston. Every, yeah, they just beat Houston at home. Was the number three team in the country. He's lost the number five team country at home. The only times he hasn't been, it, it's only been two times he hasn't been a one or two seed since two thousand seven. Yeah. Jack yes. told us the stat. Yeah, Jack told us that. And those times it was a three and a four seed. Yeah, and they won't be a one seed this year. They've Kentucky already lost hasn't five. Hasn't made the tournament multiple times in that time. In that, in that span yeah yeah so like this idea that you know bill self deserves as much criticism as john calipari now to me is is silly because he he, again he has a second title he was a one seed last year he was a one seed the year before that i think that's when they won they won the they won the title in that that covid year or whatever Mm -hmm. um but no no i'm sorry that wasn't them that was um it was two years ago they won the title yes there was baylor who won it the covid year the next year that kansas won it but yeah this this idea like these these two things the same they're not the same no like he doesn't continuously underperform in march i I just don't get it and just to always be good at home still too it is such an anomaly to go in to fog allen and beat kansas and it should be that way at kentucky it used to be that way at kentucky cal perry never lost at rupp arena he used to never lose at rupp it'd be like maybe one game a year if that there how many seasons have they gone undefeated at home it's multiple seasons that they didn't lose a game at home and now we're like oh they just lost two back-to-back home games oh well and I think what makes Gotta get really, the team right. Right. What really irks fans, I feel like, is that it seems like Cal is apathetic to that. He's like, Oh, we'll get it figured out. Oh, it happens. Oh, you know, His players are repeating what games. he's saying, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think that is just what infuriates how about you get a little fire on you? How about that Patino quote about how he'd rather die than lose? Like that yeah. is what when you have that much talent, just bring that mindset to it. I think that 
And it's a valid frustration. It is. Did you have anything more on the C.L. Brown article that you wanted to get off your chest before we move on? Because I know you you took a lot of notes on I that. I took a lot of notes on that. <laughs> you, she showed me she had two pages I of notes. two pages of notes. <laughs> Look at Rock Chuck Chuck Dayhawk. <laughs> oh, no! 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 Look at her, Look at her notebook, Jane. Look it's at her. true. She, she looks like she's a professional. Notes. It's like one of my middle schoolers with all That's those right. notes. We'll How about science. that? Look I at just, that. Uh, <laughs> it takes time. The, the point that it takes time for a young team to come together i just it's not like they haven't come together it's like they don't know what they're doing they out they're there doing. and then and then all i don't know i, I don't want to hate on cl but no just the fact that you know oh well you know kenny payne went out of his way to sign a young team that's the only people he could get you know what i'm saying yeah like, it wasn't like that yeah he, he didn't really have a big option here. no he didn't have a lot of options um, <laughs> and just people like oh well they could just be consistent from here on out what the the only thing they've been consistent in is is being inconsistent. Right. Is losing. Consistent with what? All right, let's read some text here because they're coming in hot and heavy. Texter, come on, Piggy. Sing us Rock Chalk Jayhawk. No! I'll text. Rock Chalk Jayhawk. No! no! Texter Bradshaw gave him the old Gold Dust kiss trick. Yeah, wrestler Gold Dust used to do that too to throw his opponents off. He would, he would <laughs> do a little smooch in the middle of the ring. Uh, texter, how does. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. How does Dana feel about Liam Cohen now? I've been trying to protect you from it. Thank you. But. Hey. He left. Ah. He left. And, you know, I'm never going to hate on anybody for moving on up in their career. Um, yeah. I think he's a snake. <laughs> I'll take it. Whatever. I think um, he's a snake. I, I think it's just going back to what you said that doesn't happen if you're really happy with where you are you know do you True. think he really changed i just think something must have changed from when he came back last season and was like i'm ready to set set down roots here i think roush or somebody asked him in a press conference and said okay so you've been you were here a year you jump ship who's to say you're not going to do that again and he said you know i want to be in lexington i want to set down some roots here we really like it here right we love it here something happened i, I don't feel that was truly his sentiment Texas A&M happened. That he would, exactly. I don't know. I think, well, I think it's multiple. I, I think the Texas A&M stuff happened. And then I, I truly think last year reflected so poorly on him in some way. Yes. That you have to take the opportunity when it comes for you to get your shot at the NFL again. I, I agree. But Who's going to say that comes around again? I, you know, you're, you're right. But at the same time, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, dude, you... I'm I'm a firm believer that he succeeded because of his players. Like mm-hmm. I think nothing of Liam Cohen. Mm-hmm. Like I, he stunk with the Rams. Mm-hmm. He had that one season with Will Levis. He he looked like the Rick Rich he's a good recruiter. Uh, He's a good recruiter, but I, I just I I I I I think he is a mid tier offensive coordinator from what I've seen. Now maybe he goes to Tampa Bay and kills it. Mm-hmm. But the only three times that I paid attention to him as an offensive coordinator, two of those three seasons stunk. Yeah, uh, that's valid. Yeah, that's what. That's how. And I feel. I look. I agree with you. I think he tried to get out before things got worse. For sure. But the timing is terrible. Horrible. It's, it's terrible. I just would love to do a sit down interview with Yenzer right now. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Like they kicked that dude to the curb. Offensive coordinator's gone. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, I'm with you. It, it I just, would love to know his response, but no, I, I think that's true. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how much freedom he is afforded in Tampa. I feel like under McVeigh, he was a bit stifled. 
And I think that was a real concern of when he was at Kentucky. Uh, Liam Cohen was at Kentucky. Well, I believe this past that. Season. I, 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 believe, I believe that Mark Stoops and he. You know, we we played the sound. You know, two weeks ago where he's like, "Oh yeah, me and Liam Cohen were on the same page." Actually, his last week. It was last week. Yeah, we're on the same page. He likes it here. We're he has full autonomy. We and then did a complete decision and, together. Yeah. Okay, my personal messages. Uh oh. Oh, is something bad happen? No, but Justin Jeffries. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Just Jeffries. Jeffries. <laughs> I love you, big guy. <laughs> He's the best. We'll tell her off air, Justin. <laughs> I'll tell her off air. Uh-oh. I don't want to re- rehash that. Why don't you text me, Justin? Well. Oh, don't text me. Text her, man, I wish Bozich was my boss. You could be a bum and he would still... I'll, I'll, I'll clean this up. Kiss your feet. Uh, ah. <laughs> Texter, the man is not qualified for this position. We don't deserve to suffer through him uh, learning on the job. That's what DePaul would have been for. Uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a picture of Jack Grossman laughing. He'll be on at 5 o'clock. Texter, Lady. respectfully, no one wants to know or cares uh, is reading a Bozich article and taking it seriously at this point. Texter, are you going to tell Anna yesterday that she should come in wearing an apron? I didn't say that. What? That's not, no, the Texter said that. I did not say that. It, everything I said was taken out of context and misconstrued. You and, wish. And I didn't do any of it. I'm I innocent. wish too. I'm innocent. I, I wish I wore an apron. I wish I had an apron that said kiss the cook. I wish I had that. Damn it. That, like that's one of the Listen, things that's missing out on dad Arsenal. Yeah. We all wish, including me. Yes, I was I, in the kitchen. Like I have a like I have dad stuff. And one thing I'm missing is the kiss the cook apron. Yeah. I, I promise saying I didn't say that. No, I, I don't do believe it. you, I read, I read the text. It's all I did. I sure. Didn't, I don't think you should be in an apron. You you're you're you should wear whatever you want. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. You should not be in an apron. You should not be in an apron unless you want to be. Yeah. Hey. Maybe I should don one more often. <laughs> be good for everybody. Let's take a break. On the other end, I'm not getting myself in trouble today, James. I'm being good. I was good yesterday. Well, I, one that thing was he did a say lot. That yesterday. <laughs> well, it, they didn't mean it like that. All right, We're I'm off hit, the rails. I'm hitting my papers on the he thing. He said worse about me, Anna, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> on, our, on our way back. We're going to talk about the major disappointment in the front court. What's up with Big Z? And Bruiser Flint said something that I, I rolled my eyes at. All right, BJ Heating and Cooling. Uh, it's warm outside again. It's a beautiful day, but... We know it's going to get cold again at least one more time. It's Kentuckiana. We'll get a cold snap where it's like negative five degrees. It's going to snow and it's going to be icy. And it's going to stink. So make sure that your furnace is up to par and ready to go just in case that does happen. And we all know it's going to happen. That's what weather does around here. BJ Heating and Cooling, they'll come and check things out. If it sounds funny, if it's not running the way it should be, if it smells funny, whatever's going on, they'll come out and help you out. They are a factory authorized Bryant dealer. They teamed up with Bryant Nuts Equipment and they'll do whatever it takes to make those rooms enjoyable again. Bryant mini splits are quiet, efficient, and avoid the installation of bulky ductwork. Give BJ Heating and Cooling a call today to schedule for your free estimate. Get 0% financing for three years with approved credit. BJ Heating and Cooling are locally and family-owned, celebrating 40 years of servicing Kentuckiana. Call the experts that you can trust that I trust at BJ Heating and Cooling, BJHeatCool.com.